bro. I'm over here counting this bread. I keep the faces down. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Hakeem Green, Channel Live Live and Direct, BDP, all day, every day. Hold on. I was on the phone with Redman before I came here. Ooh. You know why? Because we doing big things in Brick City, Newark, New Jersey. Shout out to Mayor Ross J. Baraka. Shout out to Mayor Ross, Ross J. Baraka. The dopest man in the world, bro. Hold in on. the whole country. That's the dopest mayor in the USA, Roz Baraka, Brick City, North New Jersey. Jersey, make some noise. Yeah, and I'm like, it's, it's like, come on, look at me, look at um, Hakeem Green. This is my man. Just right. such a great guy. I'm so sorry to use you as an example, Hakeem Green. I just looked at your face. 
But <laughs> this motherfucker represented for the cannabis culture. Represent. What I do is smoke, man. There's, there's no way Hockey and Green should ever anything to ever come in his life. Right. And him have to go to his family. Right. That's not his family. Right. He dedicated his life to this family. Peace, everybody. This is Rebu Harvey. I'm representing Gangface Entertainment, better known as GPE, bringing you media and entertainment. We're here for the culture. I'm sitting down today with Hakeem Green, yes, yes, yes. a pioneer in the hip hop game, dedicating himself to the cause or the people. Yeah, always. Happy to be here, and I'm honored to be here with you. Thank you. We have a chance to sit down and chop it up for a second, so we're just going to get right into it. Yeah. So. The first question I have for you, mm -hmm. just so the people can understand the cause and the person behind it, what sparked, no pun intended, what sparked Madism as a cause? Oh, Madism as a cause? Yeah. Uh, KRS-One saying, Hakeem, you messing around, I don't know what you're doing, it's all this cannabis, <laughs> this cannabis movement is taking off and Madism should be dead set in the middle of it and what are you doing? So I went, started a company, started the magazine and that set me on my way. Of course, this is classic legendary hip-hop song, Madism, right. by myself, my partner, Tuffy, Channel Live, featuring KRS-One. Of course, that's the real spark. Right. But, you know, understanding what that song means to the cannabis community, cannabis culture, it only makes sense that, you know, we drive the Madism ship. So, right. you know, we right. created that. And, and you I, seem to, to really champion, um, of course, the decriminalization of cannabis. Mm -hmm. right. And from what I've researched and what I've learned, you had a personal experience with the legal system and with cannabis. All right, a bunch of bunch of experiences. There was one significant one in New York mm -hmm, yeah. where you may have walked in with something a little funky in your pocket. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Wow. Okay, can you, can you, can yeah, you tell so, me that for us? Yeah, so a friend of mine, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, legendary Wu-Tang producer, True Master, was going through a, a very serious uh, trial okay. and I went to go, you know, get my support and I had some, uh, some madism on me. Okay. And I was in New York, you know, I'm like, I can't hide it. I can't, you know, I, I didn't drive. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's in a little plastic container. Maybe I can get away with this. Yeah. Let me see what happens. So I put it in my cargo pants. I go through the, uh, you know, metal detector. It's plastic, I do. The brave Set it off. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you know, they pull me to the side, search me, find the herb, uh, handcuff me, take me upstairs, you know, give me a summons to come back to court for a court hearing to see the judge. But I go back for my hearing. Of course, you know, I'm, you know, a game face growing farms member right. and I have a status because of my relationship with them okay. a federal status that allows me to transport carry and all the other things that comes along with these privileges I have right it's not really, well yeah, I guess it's my right as so anyway um, I put my status on the record when I went for my trial date and the clerk laughed at me and said whoever told me that lied to me that that law was revoked hmm. Revolt. So you mean there was a law? Of course, there's still a law, but he couldn't tell me that. So he told me it was revoked, mm -hmm. and then he gave me a document stating that they had insufficient uh, evidence to prosecute this case. Mm -hmm. That I was free to, to go without having a court hearing, court date, so forth and so on. They basically threw it out. Mm -hmm. And um, if you look on YouTube, I videotaped that experience and put it up. So, you know, Hakeem goes to court, beats, we charge, mm -hmm. game, game face. You can go find that and you'll see my experience. And it was really just fine.
he goes, come on, man, you got any contraband on you now? You got any weed on you now? What you got on you? Do I, do I, do you got anything in your pockets I need to be worried about? So, I started laughing. This is not, this is not laughing, man. I'm serious. What's wrong with you? So, I, I, I claim the benefit of the 1970 Control Substance Act, Section 885, for liability. I'm a registered member of a privately owned organization, registered under the federal government, under this law, removes us from a suspected class of criminal activity. Thanks to Game Face, yes. Um, he looked at me, he goes, that law's been revoked. I don't know where you get your information, buddy, but I, I suggest you get a job. You're lucky this time, I'm throwing this out. But you should do something with your life. And as you see right here, criminal court of the city of New York, county of New York, summons 4315830574. Hakeem Green A, as he be above reference date, the NYPD has failed to file a legally acceptable accusatory instrument with this court. There is no need for you to return to court on the summons number referenced above. No plea. No plea. Just put on record who I am or what I belong to, and the window opens up. Thank you, Game Face. All we do is spark madness on the year. Number 2nd. 2015, um, I went to court today to answer to a summons that was given to me back in July, 7-14-15, on a possession of marijuana charge. Um, I was going to see my friend Sue Master, uh, who was in court for some unrelated business. going to his hearing and I had weed at about 3.5 grams on my person as I was going to the Manhattan District Court Center Street and they found the weed. Um, I was arrested, taken upstairs and booked and given a summons to return to court today. And um, I went to the court clerk to schedule my hearing. I was scheduled for September 3rd, but he told me if I wanted to go to, to uh, my hearing, he would be scheduled for 2 o'clock today. He told me I was I was an idiot for having weed on my person, I was stupid, and what was I thinking? He was like, you know, do I need to have somebody come search you now if I had anything on my person at that moment? I mean, any weed on my person at that moment. So he started going in. I said, well, just for the record, I claim the benefit of the 1970 Controlled Substance Act, Section 885, Burden of Proof and Liabilities, which states, it shall not be necessary for the United States to negative any exemption or exception set forth in this subchapter in any complaint, information, indictment, or other pleading, or in any trial, hearing, or other proceeding under this subchapter, and the burden of going forward with the evidence with respect to any such exemption or exception shall be upon the person claiming its benefit. When I said that to him, he said, you're out of your mind, that law has been revoked, you need to stay away from Fort Washington, but today's your lucky day, I'm dismissing this, and he gave me a notice that says, let me see it right here, that's the initial ticket summons, and this is what I got today after I 
made, you know, made him understand who I was in relationship to this law. It says, as of the above reference date, the NYPD has failed to file a legally acceptable accusatory instrument with this court. There is no need for you to turn to court or the summons number referenced above. Retain this notice for your records. Following the uh, example of Robert H. Moore Jr., the founder of Game Face, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, so it's all good. Big shout out to Rob, you know, no doubt. He put me on to what the law states, and once I got in accordance with the law, life has been much easier for me. That's Amazing. Right. That's, that's awesome. That's an awesome story and an awesome outcome, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so it seems like that instance really moved a conversation within hip-hop, which, of course, created a movement. So you can say that madism kind of doesn't exist without him, or is that true or no? I mean, madism is a lot of weed. Mad means a lot, ism means pot. So okay. it's what madism we're talking about. Okay, okay. So without that's the this, of the word. That's the yeah. Mad means okay. a lot, ism means pot. We gonna keep it moving, mean we won't ever stop. Mary Jane, reefer, weed, ganja, mm -hmm. cannabis, sativa, turns from marijuana, smoked by the earliest man with no drama, smoked by the lawyers and judges, yes, your honor, smoked by the Hindus and ancient Dalai Lamas, smoked by the Pope and early church fathers. That's KRS on what is madism. You can cop that off the what is madism. I mean, excuse me, madism who wants to smoke out. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so I want to move into madism the cypher. Yeah. Let's get the rundown on madism the cypher. We're here in Delaware. Mm -hmm. You were just up in New York and you're shooting around doing mm -hmm. music videos. Paris mm -hmm. One is here doing a lecture. It's Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. Happy Juneteenth. By Happy way, Juneteenth. Happy no doubt, Juneteenth. no doubt. Okay, so you're here working. What is madism? Happy Juneteenth. Cypher? Red, black, and green all day. Word up. Mm -hmm. So explain the cipher to me. Okay, the cipher is a circle with all points connected. Where you get your boogie off and the weak disrespected. Mm -hmm. The cipher is so sacred, takes place on hollow ground. B boys seek the battle on a mission to follow sound. So the cipher is, you know, essentially a connection of individuals sharing a creative experience, sharing an herbal experience, sharing a you know, we, we get into a cypher and we either break dance, we rap, we do various things, mm -hmm. you know, exhibiting our prowess at whatever that thing is. And of course, for all my madism smokers, you know what the cypher's about, right? All right, so yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, what the you being, you being in that situation mm -hmm. in New York, that changed how the hemp cannabis, how you relate to it just in general, and how you see it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people kind of demonize cannabis. I can't say kind of people demonize cannabis. Mm -hmm. I think that even people that use it kind of still feel that guilt and that shame. So mm -hmm. you know how it affected you on an individual level and the benefits that it's had. I'm pro-cannabis as well. Mm -hmm. So I understand where you're coming from. What do you think that the decriminalization of cannabis is going to do for the hip-hop industry in particular? All right, I think it's going to allow us to um, move more freely is going to um, allow us to uh, do business more freely. Mm. It's going to enable, uh, enable us to contract with each other uh, more freely. Um, it's going to open up a door. And we, you know, we already in the culture in terms of cannabis. Right. You know, whether you partake or don't partake, whether you know, you're, you're in it because your relatives, your family members, your loved ones, mm -hmm. they're, they're in it. So we're, we're all in it. Um, so we should figure out ways of using this thing for our own benefit, not just to get high with, but you know, industrial usages, medicinal usages of it. Um, there's all types of angles that 
align with this business from marketing promotions to you know accounting money management banking like there's so many you know industries and new industries being created because cannabis is going the way it's going mm -hmm. that you know you don't have to be a smoker to be a part of the industry and I think that more of our people should be a part of the industry not from a smokers standpoint mm -hmm. but from a manufacturer a producers a grower a distribution standpoint like really the power in the industry we need to you know find our place and soul soul control it and that's what growing farms game face does is allows us gives us a tool to you know really just be ourselves mm -hmm. and feel good about being ourselves right yeah I, I i totally agree with that i think attaching some more ethics and economics mm -hmm. to cannabis mm -hmm. and seeing it as an actual resource like we do other things yes, like right. we grow out the ground like food you know, it would like you know, it wouldn't be like, like, like grass, like exactly. Free grass. People would recognize like, it, yeah. and they would, you know, treat it in a more economical way. Mm -hmm. And we are large consumers of it, yeah. and we should learn the different ways that we yeah. can use it. So, I think that that's profound. Yes. Um, so, the the last thing that I want to get into is the most important thing. You're working on an eighty scratch boom bap project. Aubrey. 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 A u b r e y. Which, it to it. which is my middle name. Put it on the table. Let us know what's going on. So my name is my middle name is Aubrey Hakeem okay. Aubrey Green. Uh, people who know me as the little boy from the Stars, New Jersey, you know, okay. trying to make his way. You know, little yellow boy, <laughs> you know, Hakeem Aubrey Green. So folks close to me call me Aubrey, and then there's you know a few people in my family who I, I was named after an Aubrey, and there's a few Aubreys named okay. after me. So you know, I forgot I, I named the project Aubrey, but it's a dedication to the 70s and 80s hip hop, primarily 80s hip hop. Um, so the sounds, themes, um, you know, lots of scratching, lots of breakbeats, you know, samples, um, concepts, and just trying to bring that, I don't want to say that, original yeah. essence, that original feel to it, um, that original energy. You know, it's not to say that what's going down now doesn't have its place and mm -hmm. should be respected and you know, celebrated. You know, but at the same time, every tree is a tree because it has roots. So we want to honor those roots. That's, that's what this project does. That's awesome. Got CeeLo Green on it. Got Carl Thomas on it. Karis, one of hey. course. Malik Youssef <laughs> from The Shy, down with good good music. And, uh, you know, hopefully some other surprises on this project. You know, with you being who you are, that must it must mean so much to you to be working on something like that at this juncture in your career. Yeah. I think it's critical to the hip-hop community. I think it's cr critical to the cannabis community. Mm -hmm. It's the word in general for us to be constantly reminded of the true taste, the essence, and the roots of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you remaining present. No, and you. like I said, always delivering and offering up yourself to the community. Thank you for sitting down and talking to me, my brother. My pleasure. Thank Again, you, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Yes, yes, yes. Aubrey coming soon, but don't forget about Madism, Who Want This Smoke, which is available right now, featuring Karis, One General Steel, Carl Thomas again, uh, Tretch, Do It All, Keith Murray, Thurston Howe III, Weedem Zoles. It's an entire project dedicated to the Madism. So, yeah, support that. That's right. Big shout out to Game Face Growing Farms. Yeah. Rebu Hari, Hakeem Green, GPE, we're here for the culture. Peace. Hey, 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 hey,